I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 259 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host. It's Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I am doing good. I'm happy. It's a holiday week, weekend coming up. So I'm already in, like, the, like, like, a. You know when you're in school and it's like there's like three days left to school, then it's summer vacation. Like I, that, that's the vibe I have going on right now. Yeah, I am glad for the three day weekend because Kev arrives Tuesday night, so that gives me an extra day to like clean, and I have some treats I want to make, and also it gives me an extra day to like pace around my apartment, being super stressed. But you know. Don't you just love that? And then, like, you spend all the days stressing out. And then they get there, and then you completely forget why you're stressing out. I just want him to have a good time, you know? I think especially because I'm working the entire time he's here. That it's like, I want, you know, I want to make sure that everything is at least good as it can because he's, like, during the day, he's going to have to entertain himself. He's entertaining himself in New York City. So it's not like he's going to be stuck in the apartment with nothing to do, but still. Yeah, I'd feel the same way. You know, those are valid concerns. But yeah, I I feel like, too, like we forget that, like, you know, they're here for us. So it's really easy to be like, well, we got to entertain them. And it's like we could literally like do magic tricks and like they would go home and for weeks being like, hey, Emily pulled a rabbit out of her hat and it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. Really glad you said hat. <laughs> where where else could a rabbit come out of Emily? I mean, like you can't give birth to a rabbit. Like that's not oh, possible. No. Oh my god. There was actually oh my god, when was it? Was it the eighteen hundreds? There was oh, it might have been even later than that. I'm not I'm not there was there was a woman who it was kind of when like, you know, like seances and, and all that stuff was really popular on picking things. There was a woman who had convinced people that she gave birth to a rabbit and it's because she would like do some hanky stuff and pull it out but yeah no that's like a real thing that happened this this was a scam that this woman had 
to convince people for some reason wanted to convince people that she had given birth to a rabbit. Uh, yeah, and of all the things to like convince people, like I think that's not like the very bottom of the list. I know, like I can understand, like I can talk to ghosts because then you're like bilking people out of like that seems like a better scam than I can give birth to rabbits. That'd be really sad giving birth to rabbits because like rabbits don't live for long. Like that's just so sad. That's like you yeah. know only like a good six years probably. Yeah. Anyway. I don't even remember. Oh, Kev's coming. <laughs> no, no, I'm pulling going. rabbits out of my vagina. That's yeah. That's what we're talking about now. But yeah. no, he'll have he'll have fun. You guys will have fun. You'll get off work, and it'll be party time until you have to go back to work the next day. Yeah, um, no, we have some good stuff planned. Like there, we're like one night we're gonna get dinner by going to uh, Murray's Cheese Shop, which is a really like big good cheese shop here in New York. And so we're gonna get cheese and crackers and come back and have wine. And have a little, you know, romantic night there. We have um, a seafood place right in my office we're going to. And we're going to, like, meet celebrity artist Chris Hall and his lovely wife for drinks. And then um, the other scruffy-looking podcasters, Jimmy and Ed, are coming down from Maine. So Friday night, we're going to have a dinner with them. Saturday night, we're seeing Spider-Man. And we're going to see Little Shop of Horrors, and then he leaves Sunday, and I'll be very, 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 very sad. Oh, but you get it like it, it. You get your own like Star Wars celebration itself, because I mean, you weren't really at Star Wars celebration anyways. So <laughs> it was. It, it's just you guys get to go. Maybe you'll go to like some record stores too. Oh no, 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 no! He is doing that with celebrity artist Chris Hall, so I do not have to do that. Look, I have a record player now. I have some records now. Going to a record store. That that is, a uh, no. I don't know. I mean, like I, I'm a celebrity connoisseur. Like uh-huh. I know celebrities, and I just have this like this feeling or instinct that like celebrity artists and good friend Chris Hall will take you to a record store. He can't, cause I work all day. Well, I mean, they're open at night. Yeah, but he can't look. He, they're going during the day. I, I know, think, but I he's think, a celebrity. Is, he can think, he can make it happen. I don't think Mrs. Hall has much interest in either. So I prefer food and booze. Those are things that I want to do with them. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, because my, my celebrity friend Taylor Swift has been in town a lot when she's not on tour. So, like, maybe celebrity artist Chris Hall will run into her because she's always at her recording studio. Like, maybe they'll just, like... I don't know, like meet up or something, you know, end up in the same grocery store. I don't fucking know. Like do yeah. things that celebrities do because their stars are just like us. Like, I don't know. Maybe he'll run into her and, you know, you guys will all be good friends with Taylor Swift. I would be. Yeah, I could be. Ooh, but not right now. I don't want to uh, be friends with her because she has a crabby, shitty boyfriend. What the fuck is that, Emily? What the I, fuck is I, that? I had no idea who this guy was and then i just fell down a rabbit hole of this guy saying like super racist gross shit when i first heard of him i heard of him before because like a couple months ago taylor swift like just came to his concert and like sang a couple songs and peaced out thinking now that's weird that they know each other they dated like back in like 2014 and he has this like ritual during his concerts where he brings a girl on stage and he makes out with her how fucking gross is that ew right ew 
Yeah, and like he probably brings some of his hotel room. Like I was hearing a story. Like my my subreddits are intertwining because like I I read like the Bachelor subreddit. I read the Taylor Swift subreddit. There's this there's this contestant whose sister like ten years ago went to his concert made out with him on stage, then slept with him, and then the whole time he was bragging about how she was so much better as a companion than Taylor Swift. Isn't that disgusting? That's so weird. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, I'm so sad for her that she's in this phase right now where, like, she thinks this is okay. Like, at a concert, she was talking about recently that she's the happiest that she's ever been in her life and like finally everything's making sense like i am genuinely sad for her that you know hearing all these things about this person and just you know people that she's been hanging out with like probably i don't know just i it, it makes you worried i mean like i don't know she's she's a celebrity she'll i don't know i don't know her personally i mean but it just it's sad seeing that because you see someone you know, fight for years for injustices or just this or that or talk about like shitty guys and shitty people. And it's like you're you're back to square one, essentially, like you're singing about the people that you were singing about in album three. Like, it's just I don't know. You know, there's that there's there's that, you know, false tale or tale that like when you get famous, you stay that age. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true for a lot of cases. And like, you know, now that I'm an adult and now that, you know, like I'm grown up listening to Taylor Swift, it's like there's definitely some things on her albums that like I don't relate to. And I always thought it was because like, I don't know, like she's a celebrity. Like I I didn't break up with my boyfriend for Tom Hiddleston. Like that didn't happen. But like, oh, no, you know, it didn't. Wait, is Carlos not Tom Hiddleston? I mean, assumed name. No, he's not because he looks so much alike. No, I'm pretty sure he's not. I'm pretty sure he's not. But I don't know. It just I don't know. I it just it sucks. It sucks when people you like don't make the best decisions because you just want people to be happy and people to be making good decisions and Yeah, and they don't cuz they're dumb. Yeah, and they try so hard to, like, I don't know, it, it was interesting because, like, a couple weeks back, like, he did a podcast where he's talking shit about Ice Spice, and, like, now she's doing a song with Ice Spice. Hmm. And it's, like, it's just really hard, and then she's releasing a new song, which is probably going to be about Joe, and I don't know, it's just sad hearing. I mean, when you're with someone for, like, 60, I don't know, I don't want to go into it, I don't want to go into, like, uh, it, I don't know. It just it, it's icky, and I just feel bad. It just it's weird, and maybe maybe people should pay to listen to a conversation with me and Eric Struthers about it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Well, Kev, you you and Kev will have fun. You guys will eat a lot of fun food, see a lot of friends. Um, Carlos is making banging notion motions. So oh, okay, Thank yeah. You yeah, because he's twelve years old. No, he's yeah. he's thirty. He just turned. He's a thirty-year-old man. Oh, yeah, happy I'm, birthday, Carlos. He's my thirty-year-old guy. We we went to a yeah. Brazilian steakhouse Ooh, for nice. uh for his birthday, and so when you go to a steakhouse, I, I want to ask you a question, Emily. I, okay. Um, I 
I, I think I know the answer to this, but I just want to make sure. Um, when you go to like a steakhouse, do you order or like when you get your steak and everything, do you ask for steak sauce? No. Like A1 or something? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe if I were like getting a steak at an Applebee's. My sweet father. Oh. Asked for steak sauce. And it didn't come for like 30 minutes. First, he asked for steak sauce, and they were like, Do you want something spicy? And he's like, Yeah, sure. They sent him hot sauce. He went steak sauce. He finally got his steak sauce. And I'm thinking, Probably somebody said that 30 minutes with somebody going out and buying a bottle of A1. Yeah, probably. No, no, no. Like, if I'm going, if I'm like at like, you know, like a nice steak. Like I might get like a, I want, I like a sauce on my steak, but I, you know, it'd be like a peppercorn sauce or something like that. Yeah. Or like, um, when I was in France, like they had like a, like a brie, like cheat or brie something, or like, you know, a side, like if like the steaks were like sides, like something like more like buttery or something yeah, yeah. like bone brothy or something yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay, yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I fucking love steak sauce. When I make steak at home, I I have fucking steak sauce on it because I think steak sauce is good. But if I'm going to a restaurant, I'm not getting steak sauce. I know. I just thought that was really funny. I was thinking, I don't think I've ever been to a steakhouse before and like someone not asking for steak sauce. Because like, yeah, like Applebee's or something. But I was just like, I've never seen or heard that before. But then like he ended up like spilling it all over the table. So that like he didn't have any more steak sauce. Oh, so. Beautiful. Over and he's dead. Uh, yeah, but they had lamb there, and it was really good. Oh, I love lamb. I love lamb, too. It was funny because um, we went to the same steakhouse, like, in November. And we went, my sister and her boyfriend, she's like, we need to go. I love this place. I, I, I want to live here. It's that good. I'm like, okay. Sure. So we bring my brother, too. And um, he has a very... Um, very young palate mm-hmm. so he he had some lamb and he spit it out on his plate and now you can never say the l word again at a restaurant because he just gets mad he's like that wasn't food why did it taste like that it had this weird taste it's not right i mean lamb isn't particularly strong tasting i know not like it's super you know it's not like venison or something that's super gamey yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, it's different. I think it probably needed some A1 sauce. <laughs> no, yeah. somebody else also had a birthday. Um, mm, well, Star Wars' birthday is tomorrow. It's like the, uh, we're almost at 50 now. We're closer to 50 years of Star Wars. That's great. That's why we're here today. Star Wars. Don't give a shit about Star Wars. Okay. So who's who's else's birthday? Oh, I don't know. It might be my delightful co-host who has a birthday. Maybe. Uh, that that potentially could be true, depending on time zones. Um, <laughs> depending on when I put this episode up. Yeah, it depends. But yeah, no, I do have a birthday coming up. I feel like as I get older, it's like... I don't know. Like, 
it was it was like a no I, I can't you see like I can't even talk about it like it's it's at that point where it's like attention for it like you know I work today like everyone like they set up like my cubicle like they got me flowers like it was really fucking nice and I'm just like this is too nice like we we can't keep doing this because then like my ego is gonna go through the roof <laughs> like it was just it was really fucking nice so and like that kind of attention like it's it scares me like I got back from my run today and then this giant fucking bouquet of flowers is at my desk. And I'm like, I want to, I'm going to go. Like, I'm going to like the, the escape doors over here. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm like, this is too fucking nice. Like, and it did was you, like, it was, yeah. Did you get like cake or anything? Um, well, the worst part was, is that my coworker made me a cake. Oh, yeah, I know. Was Everyone's so fucking nice. Of course it was. It was like this like cookie cake and it was really fucking good. I'm just like, why is everyone so nice? It's, it, I don't How know. How dare they? I know. Just, it's like, don't be nice to me. Like, oh, no, I mean, like, be nice to me. But it's just, it's like, you know, I feel like, like, my personality is like, I'd go above and beyond, like, for anyone to, like, you know, like, hey, like, let's do this for someone. I'd be like, the first one would be like, yes, like, 100%. Like, like, but I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. It's just a lot of attention it's nice but then it's like i i need an alcoholic beverage which was nice last year because like we're at celebrate was like the day before celebration and like everyone is here and it's exciting and i'm like i'm gonna have like three drinks so i can like not think about it <laughs> but yeah do you have any do know. you have any plans um just going to uh i'm taking friday off and carlos and i are gonna go remote and hike for the weekend okay. oh, nice. so that should be fun i feel like since we got back from europe i need a vacation from that vacation and plus a vacation with carlos because yeah, yeah we haven't had nice. one because the last one we had was when we went to vegas for taylor swift and that was kind of a, a weird a weird trip so i was like hey eh, let's just have another vacation like something like just for us no one else there so yeah we'll probably have a nice drive up there. I have to stop by the jewelry store at my parents' house for some stuff before. So gonna go through like the the one I talked about like a couple years ago where like there's really good apple pie. Uh, um what else is there? I don't know. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be nice to be remote, not to think about anything, to be able to like not have any cell service probably and hike and do fun things. So do things I used to do before COVID or during COVID that I stopped because life got busy. I feel like once I started my job now, like I, my hiking went down. Like, I think that was like the first time in like a year that I put on my hiking boots when I went to celebration. I think I wore those like the whole entire time. Cause like they were so comfortable and I'm like, these are great. I walked on the beaches of Normandy in these, I'm never going to take these off. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Have you been watching anything lately? Um, let's see. I started uh the new season of The Great on Hulu. That's the Catherine the Great kind of big goofy comedy with um Ella Fanning and Nicholas Holt. That's pretty good. Like I think all the episodes are up, but I'm just sort of watching them occasionally. 
but that show is gonzo and fun. Uh, I watched some Queer Eye because the new season of that went up, which I didn't know was happening, but then it was suddenly there. I've only, I sort of stopped, like, you know, I watched like three or four and then I just forgot about it because I haven't opened Netflix in a while. So I need to go back to that. Uh, and other than that, just, you know, the normal Ted Lasso. I know. I watched Queer Eye, too, and, like, I had to stop watching because, like, I'm going to be sad when it's over. Yeah, I like to hold Queer Eye in reserve for when I need it. Yeah, it was it was funny because last Friday I was at my parents' house. Or, no, it was, it was two, I think, did it, it premiered last Friday, right? I think the Friday no, yeah, you're right. The Friday before. Yeah. And I was at my parents' house and Carlos was asleep. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to watch Queer Eye. And they're like, oh, good. Yeah. So Carlos doesn't have to watch it. And Carlos walks in. He's like, why are you watching this without me? Oh, <laughs> it was really nice. I was like, ah, it's just the frat episode. You wouldn't like it that much. <laughs> but it was actually a good episode. Yeah, no, I, I really like I like that show. Those guys have grown on me a lot. Um, it was a little bit of a transition because like I was just the right age when that original one came on to be completely obsessed with it and obsessed with all those guys and watched it throughout like high school and college and so when the new guys I'm like I'm a little bit lukewarm but now I love them very dearly I know they're great Um, Bobby needs to get rid of the beard though I don't like the beard on Bobby oh no you don't like the beard I, I don't mind that Carlos is saying that it made him look straight. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, who's that straight guy with him? That's Bobby. I think think that is, it's probably because Bobby has such a baby face. Yeah. That it looks like he's too, like his face is too young for that beard. But that also might be why he wants the beard is because he has such a baby face. That's true. And I just love Jonathan and Anthony so much. Like, Anthony is just sunshine. He really annoyed me on, like, the first episodes when that show came on. But now I think he's delightful. And he's just a sweetheart. Yeah, he's so cute. I love Jonathan. Like, Jonathan's so great. He's awesome. And just his advocacy. And I love him. Yeah, it's it's he's just a dream. Like just like seeing him like on social media and everything. Like he's such a great activist, like great person. Like it's nice to see that. No, but no, I yeah. So I think I I can't remember the last one I watched, but I think I've seen four. Yeah, the transformations have been great too. Like Bobby's been fucking playing. Oh my god, he's been doing good. The um the the lesbian couple who are moving into the new house. Now granted he had a little you know, it's probably easier when you have a completely blank slate. But mm-hmm. holy fuck that place looked good. I know, it was really nice. I remember hearing like the first couple seasons that like that would happen to people and then they would just sell their homes. Because okay. like think about like think about how much of an increase that would be to your home like with all that shit like i'd be kind of butthurt if i was bobby like doing all that stuff and then like finding out that like oh i'm actually moving yeah 
Yeah, it was in one of the episodes um, was about this, like, he was like 19 or 20 years old and um, he got into a car accident. Yeah, and Speedy. Yeah, Speedy. Like, just seeing how Bobby was really kind with Speedy and making sure that his home was wheelchair accessible. Like, just everything. Like, when they're looking at places and, like... Just the amount of care that Bobby puts into it is just so beautiful to see. Yeah, I I thought they did a great job with him. I liked they brought the um I forget his name the guy the other the the guy who was also in a wheelchair from a previous season that they brought him in to talk to him. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, that was that was really good. Like. They're they're great. Like I I wish this show had more seasons or just more episodes in a season because it's just amazing seeing what they're able to do for people who like truly deserve it and help transform their lives too. Like Koromo is just so good at what he does too. Like they're all just it's it's a wonderful recipe. Yeah, they 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 have really good chemistry and they're really good at what they do and I like that show a lot. So, uh, so I'm happy to watch that. We are almost, yeah. we're almost at the end of Ted Lasso. Ugh, I, I hate it because it's so good. Wait, we have one more episode left. My boy, yeah. I get to watch it with my boyfriend. That's so nice. I'm so happy for you. Is like it, like somebody gets to hug me after I've seen their like a sobbing mess when this show ends. Just don't watch it like with all your other shows. Dude, I look. There are some shows that I have to finish. This is a show I have to finish. Yeah. Last episode. What happened last episode? Okay, so we have two episodes to talk about. Yes. Because we have the one where Nate has quit his job. We have come to find out. And I don't really remember what else happens in that episode because that was a big thing. Oh, it was um the um Sam's rival came back and then <gasps> yes. they were trying to create like yeah. a, a league or something. Yeah, the Super League one and Rebecca gives the really good speech about the importance of football being something that everybody can have access to. And 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 Roy and Keely. Oh yeah, yeah, Roy and Keely kind of get back together. Like it's it's really nice. I um, lost my shit when he comes, like when Keely is talking to Rebecca and Roy comes down in the background and putting on the bathrobe. I know. I'm happy about it, but it just feels a little too sudden for me. That didn't, that, there's been a lot of stuff that feels sudden for me this season. That one didn't just because, although we haven't seen a ton of Roy and Keely interacting, we have seen a ton of people telling Roy how stupid he is. Yeah, because sometimes it just takes like the third or fourth person to like tell you that you're stupid to realize you're stupid. You know, coming from someone who lives with a man, like I see that. <laughs> well, yeah, and we know we know that we, we we knew that he was the one who broke up with her, and that so a lot of it was his stupid shit, and he he owned his stupid shit and. Fucking poor Keely with losing the funding. But I liked when um I can never remember her name. What is her goddamn name? The assistant. 
It now works for her. Barbara? Barbara. Barbara. Like her. When she, I like her now. When she comes back at the end and says she wants to stay and work with her. I really liked that. Um, I had assumed Nate was going to get fired. And so I liked, I liked to learn that he had quit. And also as much as I like, there's, we'll get some stuff in this episode, this most recent one that, that kind of the things happening off screen annoyed me a little, but I mean, I liked this choice of we're not seeing Nate quitting or anything like that. We're just seeing the aftermath of it. You're dropped into it. You don't know at first that he's quit. Uh, I assumed like, like everybody else, I thought Rupert had fired him because Rupert's a huge piece of shit. Um, so I like that bit. The stuff with his dad was so sweet. Yeah, that was beautiful seeing everything, especially like him playing the um, the violin. Yeah, I, that's the Emily. You, you know when my brain's fried when then I couldn't. I didn't know what the fuck a violin was. Like <laughs> I knew what it was, but it's like I can't find the fucking word for it. Yeah, I I like that. I like you know his dad. Say you know he didn't he didn't know how to raise a genius, and I really Nate's response there of just I I just liked playing the violin, and it made me so sad for him. Um, they they've I personally feel like they've done a good job of making me like Nate again, against my will basically. And obviously he still needs to apologize for Ted. And he knows he still needs to apologize to Ted. But I like that he's done all this other growth on his own. That it wasn't he made up with Ted and then he figures out all of his other shit. I think it's actually better that it happens the other way around. It's he figures out all his other shit and also realizes he's got to make up with Ted. Yeah, but he's he's still there's still a lot that he needs to work on like his like his obsession with what people think about him and Mm -hmm. what the internet thinks about him um it's it's nice seeing his relationship with his girlfriend and how she's really humanizing him but it's like part of me just feels like that's just like oh he has a girlfriend now like he's such a good person now and it's like i kind of i kind of hate that trope like i love this show and uh, they're doing a good job with it but i kind of hate how part of humanizing someone is giving them a girlfriend yeah Um, I will say I liked that they made him work for it. Mm-hmm. That she was totally unimpressed with him with, when he was in douchebag Nate mode. And it's not until he's back to sweet Nate mode when he's making her the little box, like the boxes that he made with his niece for like the suggestion box back at the very beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, yeah, like there's stuff that feels, that does feel rushed. But I just like I don't know they've made me they've made me like him again. And like the little things like that even when even he can't even just be a waiter. He's got to be like the best waiter and he's so like you see that mind working which is both really good but also the thing that has caused him so many problems. 
Yeah, especially it, how she was like, you need to quit. And then, like, then getting him fired. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I liked that they didn't have him be angry at her for that. I thought mm-hmm. that was going to be a fight. And instead he realizes that was actually the right move. Even though it's an incredibly shitty thing to do to your partner. Don't ever do that to your partner. It's awful. Like, however much you feel like they need to move on, don't get your partner fired. Yeah, it's a lot of rule bending, I feel like, with the season, with just examples like that. But, yeah, it's it's really nice. I guess, like, I still don't like Nate. I mean, there's still a part of me that's like, oh, yeah, like, he seems happier now than he was before. Um, but... Yeah, it, it just Nate's just it's still a really rough subject. Even after, you know, what Ted had said to Beard about, you know, giving people second chances. Like, I still, I'm still a little, I mean, obviously it's, I mean, that's what the show what else is, is Nate yeah. going to do? But yeah, after yeah. that speech and after everything with Beard. So this let insane. me, I have to say one thing that really annoyed me, like, yeah. I don't. Ted being willing, totally willing to bring Nate back. I'm fine with that. You know, like Higgins, totally fine with that. Because, you know, like him doesn't have a huge personal relationship with Nate and also is very focused on what's best for the team. You need to show me why the team is suddenly okay with him after you have that episode where they get so mad watching the video of him tearing up the sign that they turn violent a team that has never played that aggressively but that's how angry they were and how much they wanted to fucking destroy him i need some sort of transition with them be being okay with him coming back even if like just you know like show me that vote because somebody had to bring up that idea and if you show me you know, so like like Jamie or even if like even if Will brings it up because, you know, like Nate did his job for him and had the little lavender and the note and the apology. And then you can have somebody give a speech, a Ted like speech of of how good Nate was for the team and of how you need to give people second chances. Then I could believe the entire team like voting to ask him back. But considering where we last left off with how the team and specifically Isaac felt about Nate, that piece did not work for me. And it makes me sad because usually this show is really good with the characters moments. It's just not right. I feel like they just rushed it. They feel like they yeah. just rushed these last couple which, episodes. Which is weird because they've known it's their last episode and they've had longer episodes this season, which some people have complained about, and I really don't mind, but that is a that is a jump too far for me. Yeah. I don't know. It it, it gets hard when a season's when a show is ending. And how do you close everything? How do you? Yeah, yeah like look, it doesn't it doesn't make me hate the show. I still love it. Still one of my favorite shows of all time. But that 
I just wish they had handled that bit of it differently because the rest of the episode is so good. Like the way they handle the Coach Beard stuff with it is brilliant. Holy shit. I was not expecting that. I mean, first of all, just like his reaction when Ted first asks him, he's like, I will burn this to the ground. And then we, when he's just standing there at Nate's door, and we get this such an important piece of backstory that explains so much. Like, not that it needed to be explained. Like, we knew they were friends. Like, people are friends. But the depth of his loyalty to Ted. That I mean, Also, the, the fact that he had been in prison for meth. No, not only a meth, meth but a loaf of... How a much... Loaf? I, I feel like that's a lot of meth. I don't I don't think it generally I mean obviously they were making a metaphor there with the loaf of bread lame is thing. But still, whatever the equivalent of there is, uh a fucking lot of meth. Yeah, I, I think that's good that we don't yes. know how much because I just think of like a loaf of bread and like <laughs> just like it being like just a white powdered mixture of bread. <laughs> but I mean, I, I just there's so much to dig into there, like both that, you know, he hasn't seen this guy in years and he lets him automatically like crash on his couch because that is definitely a Ted thing. And then even more so, the he stole his fucking car. <laughs> Ted, Ted goes, no, I gave it to him. It's fine. Like that's. And. So, uh, Brendan Gleeson, who, um, what is his name? The, the guy who plays Beard, one of the reasons I love him so much is he's not really an actor. Brendan Hunt, that's his name. He's like, he's been in things, but primarily not an actor. And he's been really great as Coach Beard, especially like we had the, the Coach Beard episode that some people didn't like, but I thought was brilliant. But he's mostly been funny. And it was really nice to get an emotional moment from this guy. And it's just really well done. He did such a good job with it. Yeah. He's so good. Just his mannerisms and his facial expressions. Um, I was really feeling when he was telling that story about you know, how Ted was there for him after he got out of prison and was really shitty. And how, like, you know, Ted gave him a second chance and why they should give Nate a second chance. That was a really great moment that he had with Nate, you know? Like, Coach Beard, you know, we've all been in those positions before where we've really judged someone for, like, things that possibly we could have done. You know, I I didn't go to prison for a loaf of meth, but, you know... I've done something before that, you know, I've judged, but they're like, I've done it, you know? So it's like, why should I be judging? Like, kind of that self-realization that, like, you really need to be kinder to people. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, the, the character of Coach Beard, I both want to know more about him and think it's brilliant that we don't know more about him, you know? That we get all these little weird reveals. Um yeah, and I, I so I, I liked that. And obviously it makes sense that now 
Beard is okay with Nate coming back. Like that is a speech that would resonate with him. But I feel like now it should be like that should have happened first. And then it's convincing the team that it's okay. Oh, well, I, you know, there's only so much you can do. Not every show is perfect. The, The other thing, of course, Mama Lasso. That was wild. Everything with her. Just fucking showing up in London. I knew no when she warning. showed up. I was like, this is the fucking parent episode. <laughs> Fuck and normally, me. Normally I don't like that. I thought this was a good parent episode. It was just, it was crazy seeing how similar they were. And like how bad that is about how similar they were. Like when she was sending him the text messages, when she was like, no, I don't want to go. It's okay. Then her being like, yeah, I wish I would have gone. And just like yeah. the the side remarks, like, oh, do you do you talk about how I fucked up your childhood or just like other things? Like, yeah, that like made me super uncomfortable. I mean, that's always a bad. That's always a that was a bad reaction to. Hey, mom, I'm therapy. Yeah, but also like, I don't know. Like, I I don't have kids, so I mean I can't relate to any of these conversations that these parents are having. But you know, I was really expecting for like the reason why she was there, like terminal illness or something. But she was there because, um, because Ted's son missed him, and that he needed to come home. And And like, yeah, we've known that. Yeah, I feel like I was expecting like more from that. I mean, like. Once I become a parent one day, like, maybe I'll understand, like, you know, just how, how powerful, like, that moment was. But I, I don't know, like, maybe, like, but obviously, like, I knew that Ted was going home. Like, Ted was going home at the end of the series because of, yeah, he has a son. He needs to be there for his son. I'm not being like, yeah, his son can fucking handle it. Like, that's not fair to his son. No, he's a little kid. Exactly. Like, I don't know if I was just waiting for our son to be like, dad, come home and him being like, okay. Like, and, but him hearing it from his mom, like, I don't know. Like, that was, that was rough though. Like, I'm not a parent, but that's fucking rough. That, that scene when he's doing the thank you, but fuck you thing. That's rough. That, and the, the thing that really hit me was you pretended you were fine. So I thought I had to pretend that I was fine too. That is such a like, man, sometimes you really don't realize the way in which you're fucking up your kids. Yeah. Or just fucking up people. It just, it's crazy that you just, you think about your interactions and you think about your mannerisms and you think about, you know, what memories you're creating with people and, you know, what they, what they take away from that and, you know, just parent-children relationships. Yeah, but I, I think that is, like, and I think that show has done really good in touching on, on all variety of, like, mental health issues, but I think that was, that was a really canny one, which is, and not just as a parent, but where like you draw the line of you know like we need to per like 
provide like a stable environment where, yeah, your dad killed himself, but we're going to live our lives and everything's going to be okay. Versus no, that you got to actually talk about this shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to, you know, be in mourning for your entire life, but God damn, get your kid to therapy lady. Yeah. Therapy is so important. And I feel like, thank God now we're normalizing it and, or we're getting there and, you know, we're normalizing a lot of things except for Target. Fuck you, Target. But um, it was a lot. Like, you know, everything with Jamie and his mom, too, and dad. Like, it was yeah, a really heavy yeah. episode. Uh, Jamie's mom is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that definitely, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Jamie's mom. Um, But... I liked all this stuff with him. I like his stepdad and his baking. Baking Paul Hollywood recipes. Oh, I know. But I'm like, I'm at home. Don't let twist on him. <laughs> Carlos was like, God damn it, I can't escape him. <laughs> uh, nothing was funnier than that picture, uh, that poster of Roy that he had on his wall. Kudos to the art department because that was fucking hilarious. I, I want love- a copy of that because I'm- that haircut made me laugh real hard. Oh, man, I love Caveman Roy. And, yeah, so then the stuff with with Jamie playing at his old field. Um, I mean, obviously, got to win that game because I, I assume this show ends with them winning the league. Or at least it got, you know, not going to be they're not going to lose it in the second to last episode of the show um now did you when it cuts to his jamie's dad's shitty friends in the crowd and the one says to the other he would have been really proud of him did you just assume his dad was dead until they cut to the next scene I forgot what his dad looked like. So, like, every time they would pan to someone, I was, like, I didn't want to say it. But I'm, like, oh, that's Jamie's dad. That's Jamie's dad. No, that's Jamie's dad. And then they show Jamie's dad. Looks like Jamie's dad's, like, in a rehab facility or something. I think so. Which could be Because it was, like, it was, like, it wasn't, like, prison because it was mixed gender. But everybody was in, like, the sweats and everything. So it wasn't just a hospital either. It looked like some sort of treatment facility. Mm Mm-hmm. But dad, like, when his friend, like, you know, his shitty friend is like, oh, he would have been proud of him. Like, holy shit, maybe his dad died and nobody told him. <laughs> like, that's pretty fucked up. And I feel like at the end of the episode, I'm always waiting for, like, some reveal, too. Like, I'm waiting for, like, Rebecca to announce that she's, like, pregnant or something. Yeah, or, I, was like, something. I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah but instead we get yeah. this. Yeah. And we yeah. still might get that next week. Yeah, but instead we get this, like, cool, like, reveal that, like, Bex and his assistant are, like, wanting to take down Rupert. Yes. I'm like... I'm I'm glad for that piece, because they have amped up the Rupert is evil thing so much this season. And there have been the little sides, like, he talked about how his assistant, you know, was difficult or sensitive, whatever word they use. And when, when everybody is first talking about Nate, I forget even who it was, but somebody has a line about how, oh, there have been rumors of misconduct over at West Ham. It might, like, maybe he was caught up in that. Mm. And obviously, we all know that's Rupert. But I'm glad they seem to be, like, actually, you know, going to take him down. 
Yeah, I- I'm still amazed that like Nate quit because of that, because like of Rupert's behavior. Like that's really a moment where it's like I'm I'm proud of Nate for realizing that what environment he was in and that he didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, I think. I mean, God damn, it took fucking long enough. But, yeah, it had to be like Rupert giving him a woman. Yeah. To get him out. It's like, God bless Nate. But yeah, it took like, it, 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 that wasn't a hint. That was a handy yeah. or something. No, I think, I think it all added up to, I think that was a, you know, straw that broke the camel's back situation. But yeah, God, though, you know, Rupert's shitty. But what's his name? He's a pretty man. Anthony Head? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He looks yeah. good like in all the black suits and everything. Yeah, it's stupid. Because like, yeah. you want to hate him and he's disgusting. And but... Oh, yeah. He, he's aged real well. Like He was cute mm-hmm. as Giles back in the day. But now he's fucking hot as fuck. Yeah, it was great seeing Rebecca, too. Um, Rebecca's been shining these last couple of episodes, which has been like really fun to see. I really like her. I love that both Ted and Mama Lasso had the same reaction when Rebecca offers to give them a tour. I know. It's, they want to see something in the city. And then she goes, No, I meant the facility. <laughs> That was a cute little callback. The show was really good with those. I also love that Mama Lasso commented on the amazingness that is Trent Crim's hair. I love that everyone was so curious, you know, just talking to her and talking about like Ted and how all the boys loved her and how she really wanted to meet Danny. Yeah. Uh, Van Dam though. Van Dam but it's it is hilarious that everybody's calling him Van Dam now. Good for him. He just Good. he made that happen. You see the world that you want and you make it happen. I can't see him as anyone else now. No, I don't I literally do not remember what his name was. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He was just the goalie. Yeah, everyone's been having a lot of moments on this show that I've never would have thought, like Colin, and um, it's been really good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. When they win next week, we're going to see Colin because his boyfriend, right? If they win, and I hope so. Because that's the one thing he, he told Trent, that was the one thing he wanted to be able to do. Was to kiss his boyfriend after they win a game. Hopefully they're still together. I assume so. Yeah. But that's what I really, one of the things I really want to see next week. I want to see Trent Krim's boyfriend. <gasps> right? Trent Krim is a beautiful man, too. Oh my God. That hair is ridiculous. I love the addition to having him on this season. I yeah. just. It's it's gonna be a bummer. Like they, I understand like why they're making it only three seasons, but I but selfishly I want, want more. Season. Give me like a Christmas special or something at least. 
or do a show next year called We Are Richmond and Ted is back home, but everybody else is still there. And we just yeah. have a show without Ted and every once in a while Ted Skypes with Coach Beard. Yeah, I honestly, like, I would be fine with that because I think, like, the last episode barely had any Ted in it. And I'm like, this is a great episode. And then I forget, oh, we haven't seen Ted. Well, I feel like Ted's story is pretty much done. The only thing left for Ted to do is win and go home. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else left for him to do. I still can't get over that his ex-wife got with their marital therapist. it's so it is fucked up that they have not acknowledged how fucked up that is. They're like, ah, it's borderline unethical. No, it's not. It's fucking unethical. It just shows how fucking good of a person Ted is. I mean, like, he was really upset about it for a couple episodes, understandably, but, but I mean, he's there for his son. Yeah. So fucked up. It, like, it makes me angry that they have, they didn't, there was no acknowledgement of how fucked up that was. Yeah. Not just their mar- not just their marriage counselor. He was her therapist. That's what they you know, like pornos are written about that. So fucking gross. Oh well. Also he's annoying and like he seems nice, but he's a fucking dolt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still not sure about Roy and Keeley. They're getting back together. I don't know. Like, she seemed kind of like me. He's like, I want to be more than friends. Like, she was like, I don't know, buddy. But then they linger on the post. Like, they, the fact that they do that slow, like, pan of their posters side by side. <sighs> well, because they're in Jamie's room, so they're going to be a throuple. I'm totally fine if that's what they don't want to decide to do. I think that'd be awesome. If we just like cut randomly to three of them in bed, hell yeah. Yeah, but Jamie needs to lay it l- to the the Botox. Jamie needs to stop the Botox. I feel like Jamie has like his face is just getting like Botoxy. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe he's just a really bad crier. You know what? That's probably it too. I know I get puffy when I cry. Maybe he was like actually crying. That's envy worthy. Yeah, he's young. I, that that scene with him and Roy was fantastic, and the the button on a, of of Roy being like, "Will you missed a great one?" <laughs> and Will like cursing. Oh, uh, yeah. This show's great. I'm gonna be sad when it's gone. So what else am I supposed to fucking watch? I'm uh, caught up in all my shows. Yeah. Soka there's, doesn't start. And there's nothing that makes me as happy as Ted Lasso makes me. I don't have any other happy shows. Like, also, even my other shows are ending, too. Like, Succession's almost done. And that is not a happy show. That is a miserable bastard of a show where everybody's awful. It is the anti-Ted Lasso. Do people die in it? Not that many people, but yes, there is there are some significant deaths, I would say. Hmm. But mostly it's just people suck and rich people especially suck. Oh, are they like rich people deaths? Oh, they're like, it's like, it's like Rupert Murdoch, basically. 
it's like big media empire family. Um, Brian Cox plays like this guy who is Rue Murdoch or yeah, Murdoch basically. But there's some other guys thrown in there. But then it's like his shitty children waiting for him to die and figure out who's going to take control of the company. But everybody's uh-huh. awful. And anytime you like somebody, even just a little bit, or you start to feel sympathetic for it, then the show will go, no, remember, this person is also a huge human garbage pile. All I know about the show was that the kid from Help Alone, his brother's on it, and he has a big dick. <laughs> is that true? I mean, I mean, I don't know if he actually has a big dick. Because I try to remember, like we see at some point he sends, he accidentally sends a dick pic to his dad. So I trying to remember if we ever see his dick actually connected to him or if we just see the dick pic. I feel like with one person, like someone in their family, like I feel like so, like a dick was involved. I don't know why, but like I, that's all I know about succession is something about a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes... To he means to text it to so I mean first of all the fact like he's sleeping with somebody like who works for the company a much older woman, um, so it's already bad that he's tweeting her a dick pic but he accidentally sends it to his dad during a meeting, and I wanted to crawl out of my skin but it was very very funny but you know that's Kieran Culkin and he's fucking great on the show. Oh, that's good. Good for him. Good for the Culkins. I never yeah. know how to pronounce their name so I was waiting for a correct pronunciation. Okay. Yeah, because I can't pronounce the his brother's name. Macaulay? Macaulay. Oh, see, because I grew up, like, he was, like, one of the biggest stars in the world when I was a kid. Yeah. I was a, I was, I was too yeah. late for I yeah, watched that, Home yeah. Alone, though. That That's was a it. name. Yeah, but that was a name I heard a lot because he was also in the news a lot then because it's, like, you know, dad stole all his money and all that shit. Oh, really? He is, like the prime example of shitty Hollywood dads who pushed all his kids into acting whether they wanted to or not. And yeah, like mismanaged. I think Macaulay ended up like suing his dad and maybe getting emancipated. I don't quite remember how that all ended, but yeah, that was a, that was a huge deal back in the day. That was crazy. Yeah. I'm just, I grew up with like Britney Spears and like just seeing how she is now is just really fucking sad. Yeah, yeah. Shitty Hollywood parents. I would put I would put whatever Spears' name is and um and Macaulay Calkin's dad in the same like category. Yeah, it's fucked. I'm glad our parents are good. <laughs> I'm glad we have good parents. I mean, we got famous and, like, they stayed okay, you know? Like, yeah, yeah we were very, very famous and rich. Yeah, I don't know what your dad's doing. My, my dad still eats, you know, A1 sauce. So. My dad doesn't like steak. Oh, really? Doesn't like it. Yeah, it's interesting. Just, like, I, I feel some red meat for me, like, it's too filling. Like, I can't have filet mignon anymore. It's too much. Too much meat. Is there such thing? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You know, not all celebrity parents can be like ours, you know? Oh, but I mean, dude, you talk about celebrity parents, like, celebrity artist and good friend Chris Hall, like, 
his kids have the fucking life. Their dad is so fucking cool. Yeah, his kids are cool too. I like those kids. They're funny. They seem funny. I've heard stories. Yeah. So we have an email. Oh, I miss those. Should I read the email? Huh? Should we read the email? Uh, yeah, yeah. let's not do it like we're, we don't want to end an episode or end a series. I can't talk, so yeah, let's read it. Okay, here we go. Brit M. Day. This is from our good friend Rebecca, who is great and one of our biggest supporters and also sends us lots and lots of treats, of which we are very grateful. Yes, we love her dearly. All right, let's see if I can get through this without sneezing or having to blow my nose. Hi, Canto Biters. Sorry for not messaging in a while. Ever since I got off the Elonverse, I keep forgetting to email you. Any chance you can join Mastodon so I can continue to send you shitposting comments? Uh, I, I tried with Mastodon. I'm not loving it. I'm fucking waiting on a blue sky invitation. I'm just waiting for the thing that actually clicks with me. Anyway. I'm loving all your comments on Ted Lasso. And the 0.1% coming out bit from Colin hit me hard also. Even after all these years, that 0.1% is still there. My prediction for the end of Ted Lasso. Roy takes over as coach and Nate is his assistant. The team celebrates winning the championship and Will the Kitman celebrates with another threesome. Hell yeah! Go Nate! I mean, go Will! I fucking love Will. Regarding no more bullshit Hallmark days, I'd like to suggest one. Brit M. Day. It's a day we can celebrate all the joy you've both given us over the years, both in podcasting and life. We can celebrate it by eating fairy bread or any other food you mentioned on the podcast while talking shit about anything Star Wars to show your love for it. Let me know what you think and choose a date that works for you both. Huru, Rebecca, still stuck in Adelaide. Oh, let's get you out. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Um... You are always so nice and supportive, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Yeah, I I smiled when I got this email because I I love Rebecca. I love hearing from Rebecca. I love on our Instagram posts, which like yes, I've I've been slacking on. I apologize. Um, she um comments on every one because I do like episode two hundred something without context, and like she gives the context for it. I recommend if you have Twitter and you follow or Instagram, if you follow us, like to read those because like they're really good. And they're really funny. And oh, and oh, my God. Follow her on Instagram because she just posted a the um, the Yip Yip Aliens from uh, Sesame Street. Yip 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 Yip. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those alien guys. And she made a costume and it's fucking amazing. And look at them. Ooh. Where is she posted on? It's on Instagram. It was on her story. Oh, behind I feel like I've been smiling so much that my molars hurt is that a thing I might want to go to a dentist well no because like I do that like weird smile where it's like I'm like this isn't a video podcast but like you know I don't I don't I get nervous so like when someone says like oh happy birthday Brittany like I go like thanks so, like, I suck my face in. So, like, I think I've been doing that all fucking day that, like, my molars are, like, maybe you're just done. Smile. Maybe you should fucking smile like a normal person, you weirdo. Oh, I can't. No, I, I shouldn't, right? <laughs> anyway, Rebecca on Instagram is the underscore a underscore green underscore cow. Green cow. 
Yeah, and she married the little Yippie Alien. I fucking love the Yippie Aliens. Oh, yeah, that's what that is. I was wondering what that was. I didn't really grow up with Sesame Street, so. Oh, that is like a knife to my heart. How do you grow up at all? Mm. I know. I know. Well, anything else this episode? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Just a brief note. No episode next week unless Brittany wants to record one on her own or with a guest because I will be getting laid. (laughs) I'll be with my boyfriend. Getting laid. Well, I mean, right now, about this time, we will be getting entirely full of cheese and wine. So maybe not. (laughs) I don't know. That's not a great combination. It's not. I don't like having sex when I'm full. No, especially not like full of something like super heavy. I know, because then it's like. <laughs> I just you wanted just... that. I'm just like, you know what? Just you lie on that side of bed. I'll lie on this side of bed. We can both just sit here and groan. <laughs> Let's put something on TV. Yeah. Like, you know that feeling when you drink too much water and you can hear it like swish, swish yeah. in your stomach? Like, just imagine like that, just like really fast with like someone on top of you. Like, oh. no. No. Mm-mm. What, no. And I, I know exactly what's going to happen. We're going to go to Murray's and mm-hmm. we're going to get way too much cheese because they mm-hmm. have so many cheese. It's not just like going to Whole Foods where there's already a lot of cheese, but I'm like, oh, I'll get like a cheese. But if I go to Murray's, it's like I want to get every cheese because I want to try everything. And then you eat all the cheese and you want to die. Yeah. Then it's like, do you guys like fart around each other yet? Are you guys at that point in your relationship yet? <laughs> Were you, you like, know, are you really still hiding happened. your farts? I'm not hiding them. It just hasn't come up. Oh, okay. You're one of those. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't remember when it started with me, but like, I mean, my, my sister and her boyfriend, like she doesn't poop. Like she, like, that's what, like, he's under the impression that like, she just doesn't. Okay. So like, yeah, like she, that's her like mentality is like girls oh. don't poop. So okay. like. Yeah, like, she, like, a couple months back, like, she had the shits really bad. And, like, she told him, like, oh, hey, I have a cold. I can't come over. And we told him, and she got mad at us. She's like, I don't shit. You can't know I do that. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. No, I don't. Look, it's not like I want to, like, take a fucking shit with a door open or anything, but. Oh, no, I don't do that either. Because that's just gross. I don't want to do that at any point in a relationship because I think that's gross. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I'm I'm a door closed kind of gal. Like, sometimes I have to lock it because, like, Carlos fucks with me. Like, he's going to open the door. Uh, okay. No, but, like, we are, no, like, yeah, we are, like, when I'm like, hey, man, by the way, I'm fucking bleeding profusely out of my vagina. So there's things we got to do. But, you know, it's like, that's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, what do they call it? They call it, like, what, the Red Wings or something? When, like, you get someone out and it's, like, they're on their period. Oh, I don't know. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, it's like you're earning your red red wings or something. Mm-hmm. Not that I know from experience. I just hear Carlos joking about it. Okay. Well, totally my fucking new birth control works better than my last birth control, and I won't have to fucking worry about that anymore. But oh, was it like a, was it a pill or? Yeah, I was on. Yeah, I'm and I like I'm still on a pill. I'm just on a different pill because and I just started this one, but was bleeding every single day for the past five months and i thought you know what i should probably not take this anymore 
Oh, yeah. I, I knew someone in middle school that was happening with her. Yeah, that's rough. I know. Well, just don't go on the one I'm on. I'm on, like, a low estrogen one, and, like, I get migraines, and, like, it's fun. Because, like, I remember when I turned 18, like, I got on one, and, like, I thought I was going crazy, but, like, I just had a shitty boyfriend, and, like, he was probably telling me I was going crazy, too. Because, like, this motherfucker, like, no, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, where, like, he just decides, like, I'm going to do the Pacific Crest Trail. I'm going to leave you for like six months. And I'm like, what? Why? No. What did I do? Nice. And then, and then like he didn't end up going. He just ended up like smoking weed in his parents' uh, garage that he redesigned as his bedroom that he probably still lives in today. It is, it is weird considering they all do the same thing, like the variety of side effects that they can have. Mm-hmm. Like, I, but like, you know, I, cause I just got mine through the Planned Parenthood app. Which, ladies, if you are in the U.S. and you don't have time or you don't feel comfortable going in and talking to somebody, the Planned Parenthood Direct app, super easy. You can ask questions through the little, like, chat, but also you can get birth control prescribed. You can get pills. You can get, I think they do um, the patch and some other stuff, too, that is, like not particularly expensive or you can have it shipped to your pharmacy if you want to use your insurance that's real easy like i got the pill that i was first on super easy to do and then finally i was like okay this is too long for this side effect to be going on it's not going to go away and i just sent a text to them being like hey can we put me on a different pill and within an hour i had another prescription and two days later i had another six months of pills that's so cool. So a little a little public service announcement to people who maybe don't or can't go in and talk to a doctor. Um it's like twenty bucks a month for the basic pill. So that's not bad. Yeah. And again, like you can get it if you want to go through your pharmacy, you can get the prescription through the app and they'll send it. And then you can use your insurance. Yeah, I know, because it's always, it's something that's, like, so hard to, like, talk about in, like, casual conversation, like, with friends, like, being, like, hey, like, what birth control, like, I feel like this is almost, like, a sponsored, like, non-sponsored ad that you hear on podcasts about, like, birth control, but, I mean, it's, like, it's so, it it's such a fucking thing, because it's, like, it, it it's kind of tailored to you and your fucking DNA, like, you know, I can be on one brand, and you, you can be on the same brand, but, like, you're bleeding profusely, and I'm, like, I'm... Yeah horned up all the fucking time you know like it just yeah. it's like it, oh yeah the one thing one thing i'll say you don't want to do when when you get your prescription don't don't look up reviews because you know who reviews medications people who have had a bad experience on them so it will freak you out because you will see it has like a one star rating and that's because if it's working and you don't have any side effects who goes on to review their birth control you know, the ones that would make me, like, scared would be, like, the ones that were, like, I took this and I'm pregnant now. Like, those were always the ones that used to scare me. Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, did you take it regularly? Did you take it regularly? Like, there's, like, a couple of things that you got to think about. Like, what are you doing? And then, like, what your partner's doing. Like, you know, I'm not going to say it, but, I mean, you can you can put, like, two and two together. You know, like there's like some things that if you really want to prevent that, then do those things. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, birth control's great. I don't 
want to have children right now. And like, I'm glad that birth control exists and I'm glad that I work somewhere that pays, you know, for health insurance for me to be able to, because I know there's places that where people work and where they can't get accessible birth control. So that's really shitty and that's really fucked up and sad that our country has to deal with that shit. Yeah. So things are bad right now. Um, so if, yeah, again, you need birth control, Planned Parenthood direct, check it out. Okay, let's see. We've covered your birthday. We've covered Ted Lasso. We've covered vaginal bleeding. Oh, and uh, rabbits coming out of vaginas. Like we've really oh come God, full circle. We started, yes, with vaginas. So I guess we're all done. Uh, Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You could find me on Twitter and Instagram as Canto Brit. What about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is at CantoBitePod. You can send us email like Rebecca did, and that is CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Again, no show next week, but hopefully the week after. And anyway, thank you for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye. Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a ghetto bitch. Brittany the Jinch and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, ghetto bitch number one.